Now, how could that headline be true? Because the wrong people are in charge, using the wrong ideas, and they isolate the system to prohibit genuine reform. So all the problems are perpetually reproduced and protected, comma, thus creating a kind of death star. Now here's the punchline on all this. This drastic state of affairs is made possible by relentless dishonesty throughout the educational system and beyond. Columnist Kurt Schlichter recently trumpeted this conclusion, open quote, every single thing liberals say is a lie, no exceptions, close quote. In order to promote a progressive social agenda, our educational establishment often resorts to propaganda and lies. There is an obsession with social engineering and everything else comes in second or third. What is social, social engineering, put simply? In practical terms, it means that they are always steering this society towards socialism and communism, by hook or by crook. When you read the New York Times pontificating about education, you may be inclined to believe this perspective. The New York Times concluded in a recent column called, open quote, the central crisis in New York education, close quote, that all the problems resolve around money and race. Sound familiar? But not so fast. There is that crucial matter of inferior theories and methods, lots of them, that are found all too often throughout our public schools. But first consider now what the New York Times thinks is the central crisis. They want the governor open quote, to go to the heart of the matter. And that means confronting and proposing remedies for the racial and economic segregation that has gripped the state schools, as well as the inequality in school funding that prevents many school districts from lifting their children up to state standards. Close quote. There is much more, much, much more along this line. Money explains everything money and race. In point of fact, a good argument can be made that money and race are secondary problems. In truth, the primary problems are that the schools are full of genuinely dysfunctional approaches to education. Bottom line, neither the New York Times nor our politicians address the real problems. And I see this everywhere. For example, schools are still making children memorize sight words in the first grade. This almost guarantees subliteracy. They need phonics. For another example, most states embrace Common Core, including Common Core Math. That's a much hated curricula known as everyday math. Furthermore, schools across America are being subverted by a doctrine called constructivism, which prevents teachers from teaching and insists that students should basically teach themselves why is the New York Times not crusading against that absurdity? Here is the fundamental truth about K-12 education, or any education. If the people in charge are sincere, and if the teachers themselves are well educated, you will get successful education of children. 
But if the administrators play ideological games and the methods used in the schools are dictated by social engineering goals, you will get bad education no matter how much money you spend. Around the world there are children in dilapidated rooms sitting at a rickety desks who get a better education than our kids. For this very simple reason, the schools and the people working there are serious about education. They want children to learn, so they make sure it happens. Meanwhile, what we have in our schools is indifference to academic education. If children learn politically correct opinions and feelings, the socialistic-minded school officials may not care if these children know who George Washington is. That is the curse that progressive educators have given us. Now this dishonesty or the misplaced priorities is endlessly repeated by an education establishment always looking for alibis. Nothing is ever their fault. All problems can be fixed with more and more money. This is the big lie of American education. That's why it's easier to land a person on Mars than to fix this corrupt system. We have to get straight shooters in there working with total transparency, lots of sunshine. Okay, we're going to teach the kids to do basic arithmetic. Look at how uh, John Saxon said to do it. Look at how the uh, Chinese um, authors uh, suggest teaching it in Singapore math. Look at anything that's ever worked and you will find it's not what they do in our schools. Simply make a list of your favorite private schools, find out what they're doing, copy that, and you will do fine. Whatever you do, don't copy what public schools are doing. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of subeducated students from K right through college. Seven, 
analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.